Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. DeVito's celebration, though. Or just the yeah. DeVito family. Yeah. No, no, there's Slimy. Slimy's in there. I'm telling you. This is this is more than the Chiefs family section. I'm not gonna. He's got I'm not gonna name any names, but but you know, I mean, this is this is taking over, taking over the Chiefs family the suite. So, let's. Uh, he can never. That agent Dolphins can game. never go to a game now and not be dressed like Al Capone. I mean, for yeah, the rest of yeah. his career representing players, yeah. he's got to dress like Al Capone to every game now to keep up his reputation. Well, that's the Manning cast the other night, along with Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Peyton calling him slimy. And, and Eli, I guess, said on the broadcast, he was told that was his college nickname, and he went with it. And the agent's like, I was never my college nickname. He went Strugglesworth he went on the Manning cast? Strugglesworth on oh, the Manning cast. that's fantastic. Yeah, he did. Everybody needs a Strugglesworth yeah. on their air. <laughs> 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Yeah. Look, the, uh, the center of the college football world – uh, this past season were the Colorado Buffaloes and Deion Sanders, right? No doubt. It brought yeah. you back into to, really it did to, yeah. to, dragged you back into a little college football, which was, which was, it, it was great. Was I, I love college football this year. I had so much fun watching Ohio state. I had so much fun watching Colorado. And I know that I would not have gotten back into college yeah. football this year. Had it not been for the, Interest, if you will. Uh, so uh, right now on prime video, coach prime is out. It's, Actually, season two, they did a season with him at Jackson State. Now they're doing a season with him at Colorado. Uh, the first couple of episodes are out. Uh, I saw the, I saw the, all the episodes that are out so far. Basically, I think they've taken it through uh, the off season, and then the TCU win mm-hmm. is where it's where it's at right now. But the season will uh, be continuing on Prime Video. And a, a former Kansas Jayhawk wide receiver and track athlete, Micah Brown, is the uh, director and executive producer and a showrunner for Coach Prime. Now, I will say, I covered uh, Micah's team. He was on the Orange Bowl team with Coach Mangino. Caught a, caught a pass on a fake punt, in fact, in the Orange Bowl. So he got that on his, on his resume. But then after graduation, he was doing some stuff with the KU football program. And I saw his videos at the time and all the stuff he was doing. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Micah's going to be on, like, NFL films, like, in, like, two minutes. Right. Like, his stuff is so, like, in that, in that zone of, Wow. And uh, and now he owns his own company. He's hanging out with Coach Prime, and he joins us here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Micah, good morning. What's up, guys? Bob and Josh, how you doing? Thanks doing, for having me. Doing yeah, terrific. doing awesome, man. How cool was it for you to be part of and still be part of this documentary on Deion Sanders, man? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, you know, it's it's fun to be around a player and a coach like uh, Coach Prime and to be able to see what he's doing with this program is truly a moment in time. And 
Uh, it's really special to be a part of. How'd you get involved in this project? You know, um, I've known the people at Smack um, Entertainment, Smack Productions, this a company owned by Michael Strahan, um, for years, and we've just been talking about wanting to do something together. And so when this came up, they just said, hey, uh, we'd like you to be our guy. And I was excited about it, and so we just made it work. I flew down to Boulder and met with Coach Prime and wanted to do a vibe test and make sure that our vision's kind of aligned and, you know, that we that we hit it off, and we did, and so here we are. How could you not hit it off with that guy, right? Like, you, you it, it's probably on you if you're not hitting it <laughs> off with Dion, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got such a great personality, and, and the thing about him is that he's such a straight shooter. I mean, he is what you think he is, and uh, he doesn't hide it from anybody, and that's what makes him such a special person to follow you know, whenever you're doing documentaries because you don't have to wait for – a lot of people talk about there's a difference between Dion and Coach Prime, and that is certainly true. But he is also 100% authentic, and that's what makes him so polarizing, and that's what makes him so fun to cover. All right, you played the sport. You've been around a lot of coaches. You played uh, for Coach Mangino, of course, at KU. How is, how is Coach Prime different, similar, unique uh, as a coach? Wow, that's a great question. You know, I mean, I think the thing that makes him so special is that he doesn't kind of march the beat of everybody else's drum. You know, that's what makes it so such an interesting story is that he does do things different. The things that he does the same that I think a lot of people will be surprised of to, to watch is that he is a disciplinarian. He's an old school ball coach. Like he's not letting anything get past anybody. And so he goes out there and he demands that people play tough. He demands that people, you know, play hard and play through injuries and do all the things that you would expect, like football um, purists to want. But then he's also really innovative. He allows um, social media to kind of film everything, and he allows us to kind of film everything. And that's something that's not normal in the coaching profession. But for him, he's been in the spotlight his whole life, and he's kind of like, listen, we're going to have millions of people watching. He's trying to really prepare these guys for the NFL. And um, he's fine putting things out there that other coaches don't. And I think that that's what really makes him unique. Okay, you said something that is so important to me uh, at the beginning of that answer. You said he does things differently. And that's why I love Dion. And that's where I am at 46, almost 47 years now and following sports for as long as I have. The status quo nonsense that we see in sports are the same old milk toast, you know, cliche this, cliche that, hire this coordinator because he could call plays, crap that we see in the NFL and college football. I love the fact that Dion is different, and I love the fact that he makes the old guard nervous about it, and they don't like what's going on. And, and to me, it just warms my heart and makes me feel good, and that's why I love Dion. So I'm glad you started with he does things differently because I'm like, yes, and we need more guys like that in sports. Yeah, exactly, and that's why he's you know a cultural phenomenon too. You know, because he was already a star. He got there. He didn't need anything from this job. It's not like he was going to get more famous or more rich. You know, he's already those things. And so for him, he's doing it because he believes it's the right way to do it. He's a winner, and he's always won, you know, wherever he's gone. And so he believes in the way that he does things. And, you know, you look at the landscape now of college football and NIL and all the different things that you do. They don't really have to use NIL that much at Colorado. They're coming because they believe in Coach Prime. They believe that he, what he's going to do is help them get to the next level. And there's not very many first ballot Hall of Famers that are coaching college football, I'll tell you that. And so he's he's got a unique kind of chokehold on um, the market, and uh, it's really fun to be a part of. 
Former Kansas wide receiver, now film director uh, Micah Brown, who's uh, the director and executive producer of Coach Prime, now out on Prime Video, uh, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Um, only a couple episodes out. One, I, d- I, I don't need to see his feet anymore. Oh, my goodness. That that whole process of what he had to get through. I don't want to. Oh, no, man. No. Yeah. Just, just to be able to, I don't know, walk around, be on the field, be around this team. The, the medical stuff he's going through on the side is a, mm. is a fascinating story of, of this as well. And then to start where basically we got behind the scenes where he told the returning team, Hey man, things are, things are different. And uh, most of you, if not all of you won't be here. Just a fascinating, I thought, start Micah to the, to the, uh, to the show. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think a lot of people looked at that as criticism you know, in a critical way when he, you know, told a bunch of people to hop in the portal and he's bringing his Louis luggage with him. And, you know, I think that you look at that and you think, man, that's kind of heartless. But then when you think back, I think one of the things that struck me about it is like, wouldn't you like, yeah, you know, they got the last guy fired. Why would you want to work with the same thing? If you, if you had the ability, and I think the difference with coach prime is that he has the ability to flip a roster. Other people don't have the ability to get 70 new players in two months. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think, no, I think you're right. I think he, he came in. You, when you come in as a head coach, usually you're taking over a program that sucks and you're coaching guys that aren't good. And so I'm with him. I had no problem doing that. I mean, it, it's 2023. We're supposed to give everybody a chance but and a fair shot, to, but no. But to be able to turn it and bring that many people in, you're right. Man. Yeah. Like, like that was almost more amazing. It wasn't that he, that he wanted to do it, but he, he did do he it. Did and it. He brought in a whole new team. Yeah, you know, and I think that there's there's growing pains that happen with that, just like there's growing pains anytime you you take over a program, you know, that you got to figure out how to get those guys to come together, just like as if they were the guys you walked into. That's that's part of it, you know. And um, but I think that you just manage those things, and at least if you've gone through the whole spring and you looked at the guys that you got, and you're like, man, these guys don't get that fire. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And so I think it's just a different approach. And people can call it heartless and people can call it whatever I kind of call it innovative. I call it innovative and time to put your big boy pants on if you want to play Division One football. And sometimes you're going to have to hear some things you don't want to hear. And that's the way the world kind of works right now. So Dion's preparing people for the, for the future and preparing them for the world. How do you see college football changing because of Deion Sanders? Is there going to be a Deion effect that kind of, you know, spreads its wings across college football moving forward? Yeah, it's an interesting thing because I think that, you know, yes, it is called, it is innovative. Yes, it is changing college football, but there's only one prime. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, name another player that could come in and do that. Peyton Manning goes and coaches college right now. You pretty much got the same guy that you have at different schools. There's not that many guys who are like uh, as big of a superstar that are able to pull that kind of lever, you know, in college football. So as much as I think it changes, it changes the way that people know what's possible. But there's only one coach prime. And so I don't know that anybody else that star power. Yeah, you you you're probably right about that. I mean, you mentioned Peyton Manning, the, you know, maybe Michael Irvin has got that same kind of personality that he could go in there and lead a bunch of guys, you know, like Dion's doing right now. Uh obviously not Eli Manning. He's he's good on television, but I I think Peyton could be that type of guy too, like that could create a stir 
in college football because there's not many generational superstars. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Deion Sanders, Derek Jeter from another sport, Jordan, LeBron. Like, those are guys that are generational superstars that no matter how old you are, you know how good they were. And if that dude was standing there talking to you, you're listening. Yeah, I mean, you can make an argument. I, I do think that he would be an amazing coach. I just think it's totally different, you know, because not only because Coach Prime has been through every stage of life. He's been a broadcaster. He's been a, you know, a player. He's been a coach. He's been all these things. And so I think he's just a, he's a huge star, and I'm excited for you guys to see it on Prime Video. A new episode coming out this Thursday, tomorrow. All right, I'll be there. I'm caught up. I'm waiting for the next one. Micah, thanks for a few minutes today. Congrats on the success um, as a director, and can't wait to see how the rest of the season uh, shakes out. It's an honor, guys. Thanks for having me. That's Micah Brown, former Jayhawks wide receiver, now film director. Cool. Um, awesome work, and check out Coach Prime on Prime Video. It's really good. It's really good. I'll have to, I'll have to sit down yeah. and watch. I haven't other had the than, opportunity. Again, other yeah. than the feet part. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was going to ask how oh, much of that is oh. in there because I don't. There's, there's, yeah. there's quite a I'm bit. Not, at some yeah, point but it's you're a big like, story. Oh. Like, he almost lost his leg. Yeah, he went through some stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it, crazy. It, it, that foot's pretty, I just love that him. I love Dion. Like, the leg this is and cool. foot, and you know, I don't like to watch like the injuries. You know, I'm not, the leg and foot thing. I was like, okay, enough. Like, stop. Make it stop. Yeah, but he's he was going he's going through a lot of stuff just to. He doesn't have to. That's the other thing about Dion. I love. He didn't have to do any of this. Right. He had a successful career at NFL Network. I know. Could have just kept doing just kept doing that. Everybody loved him around the NFL. He'd just go talk to to people at the you know whatever. Super Bowls or games or whatever, and was a personality off hour and had a hell of a career. And he didn't, he's just like, No, I'm gonna go coach. And now he's like fully in right. on, like, Hey, I'm gonna do this. He didn't have to do any of this Hall of Fame career, money, a successful second career already. Mm-hmm. And then now he's doing this. And now, again, yes, do they need more wins? But sure, they do. But got, year one, got four, what do you expect? four wins in year one. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll see where it goes. It's uh, it's going to be a fascinating not only show watch but just a career watch for him in his secondary career. A former tight end says the Chiefs tight end needs to be the bad cop. Next, Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride drops by the show on Tuesdays at 8.30, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
way back Wednesday's got a good one right now. Gotta love it. Little R-E-M. Right, B-W? My man, you are on point today. R-E-M, the end of the world. Aussie wanted it for all of uh, all the Chiefs fans that are losing their mind. Yeah, end of the world, right? Hey, Josh, I got some good news for you. You are technically a cool dad. Doubtful. No. I was at the middle school yesterday. Oh, snap. Down at California Trail. And I had my Chuck Taylors on yesterday, right? Mm, okay. Got them from my friend John Goforth's wedding about 12 years ago. <laughs> right? Still, Still wearing rocking. them, right? And all the kids are like, man, look at you with the Chuck Taylors. And, I'm, and so I started to talk to some of the other parents. I'm like, why are they commenting? They go, that means you're a cool dad if you're wearing Chuck wow. Taylors. So you wear Chuck Taylors in multiple different colors. I just had the the black standard pair, right. you know, the right. original. Uh, you I know, just retired a pair that had been hanging on too long. Right. So I got I got two new pairs. Got two they new were pair. walking by themselves. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm probably getting to that point where I probably need, I mean, they're like, like I said, they're like 12 years old or maybe, maybe 10 years old or whatever it is. But even still, you're old enough. And so they're like, wow, look at you. You got the cool shoes on. So What's old is new again, or mm. what's new is old again, or whatever. Like yeah. these shoes have gone through now three rotations of being cool. I would imagine nice. in ten oh, years. Yeah. But I got street cred yesterday, oh, and heck. so do you now, Josh. They've had various stages of that for like fifty years. Probably, yeah, right. right. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I made a I made a great decision the other day. I did text you guys about this too. Um, I uh, I, I showed up at the gym, was going to play tennis, mm-hmm. and all I had were my Chuck Taylors. Ooh. I forgot my high court, or low court shoes, low. And I was like, what about the shoes? I was talking about my shoes. Oh. And so I was like, ooh, I signed up for this class. It's an hour. Can I do it? And I'm like, nope, I'm not. Dude's played in the NBA. I know. It's terrible. But then I hearkened back Bill to. Bill Wennington played in those. I hearkened back to when I was in high school. I was wavering between my sophomore and junior year, whether or not I was going to play basketball. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to play anymore. I hadn't grown. I was like five, six. I was like just tiny. And uh, everybody's like, no, come on. There's an open gym today. Let's go. We're going to go to open gym. Coaches be there. Let's go play up a gym. I'm like, oh, I got my Chuck Taylor high tops. I like, come on, we got to go. And I went and went to this open gym. My feet hurt so bad. Like, Blisters, heel blister, toe blister. Like my feet—they're not like yeah. My feet supportive shoes. Never no, that's hurt. a rolled ankle weight. Yeah, exactly that too. My feet had never hurt worse, and I'm like, I vowed, I'm like, I you know, you're never doing that. Never doing. You this made again. the right decision. And so the other day, I was like, no, I told my I told my 17 year old self I would never do this again. And I'm like, <laughs> got in the gym, like, ah, can't stay. I don't have my shoes, and I had and I laughed. And you laughed. That's probably a smart move. My on feet would have hurt for yeah. like weeks. Oh yeah, your dogs would have been barking. But they're comfortable as heck, just to just like, to wear plot around. Yeah, but. and they're good for any kind of occasion too. You can wear them with a suit. You can. Right. I mean, they they really look good now. Now I know I'm a cool dad a, because of a, the Chuck it's Taylors. It's a borderline dress shoe. You'd have been at a stretch zone saying, "Yeah, no, forget the hips. Yeah, and massage the I, feet. I need the feet I today." Need, I need to wrap my feet. It's funny with the shoes. That's become a big conversation this week. My buddy Ralph tell me he got those Ufos sandals that Alex Smith. He goes, those are outstanding. Have you what? gotten a pair of those? I have not, but I've seen the commercials with Alex, and there's a yeah. couple other of them. They're like, this is the greatest. The Ufos. They look like they're walking around on pillars. Yeah, my, my wife got what? a couple of pair of what's, those. What's the deal? And they're then Ralph super, was like, these are the best things ever. Super soft? Or they're what? like yeah. the Hokas. You know, they got the and four so inches that. of foam. Yeah, they got all the foam, and Ralph was like, they're like walking on clouds. Mm. I love them. So now that he said it, I'm 
may go look for a pair of those. Not that my wife had them and I wanted them, but now Ralph got them, so I need them. Um, and then the Hoka thing. My parents text the other day to the group chat. You know, me and my sister and my parents. You know, we all have the group you know, chat going. And they said, well, we, we each got a pair of Hokas today. And I go, I told Dad that when we were there at Thanksgiving to get these Hokas. Now, I my mother does exercise. Like, she had knee surgery, and she's unbelievable. Like, she recovered better than Aaron Rodgers, okay? Like, a 74-year-old lady recovered from knee surgery like nobody's ever seen before. She's amazing, right? And so she's always been active and whatnot. I said, please, if you're going to buy the Hokas, make sure you're working out with them. Like, and this is just my perception, like, I hate when I see people using them as everyday shoes because they're such good shoes for exercising. They're not your everyday shoe. You can't just walk around in your Brooks running shoes. Yeah. You got to be running in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're that good a shoe. Don't waste it on yeah. everyday yeah. sitting. Yeah, because there's only so much life in those hocus. There is. You're absolutely right. You need about that, every that, year that, or that so. That foam yeah. will, you know, you start putting it yeah, in. Yeah, it's got a pitch count on it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Okay. I mean, Hunter Dozier yeah. can use them forever, you're, but, you know. You're right. You go to you go to the gym and you're Chucks and you're going to have Dion feet. You're, not, yeah, you're probably much. right. Yeah, but can you imagine, like, playing the NBA guys I playing know. in those things? Look at those black and white photos they're playing. It's like, oh, my gosh. How did they <sighs> How did they play back-to-back? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you talk like about not you know, made for this. No, it's like playing in Air Force Ones when Rasheed Wallace was doing them. No, bro, those aren't made for hooping. <laughs> yeah. There's no support. <laughs> Shoes not have supposed come to a crease long them. way. Yeah. Now, you know when you're getting old, when you when you go to the Sketchers. Like, that. that's the ultimate, like, okay, time for the 25-cent coffee at McDonald's. Especially I got the my ones Skechers that, that on. you don't even have to... Tie and have you the seen these? You, you just you slip just in because you can't bend Come over on, I'm anymore. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> those don't even have Velcro. It's just a slide. Stick your in. foot in there and it's in, and you're done. And you're Ooh, walking, it's mashed potatoes. You're walking to your day. You're strutting to your day. Yeah. Okay. It's like slip in and slip out. I tell you, know you're old when you're like one of your favorite athletes from when you were growing up, i.e., Joe, Joe Montana, is advertising. Yeah. Yeah. You know, next we're going to see Joe Montana doing reverse mortgages. That's when you know you've reached the pinnacle, right, of old age. Yeah. Oh my God. God, that was one of my favorite athletes or actors, and now they're selling reverse mortgages. And Camp Lejeune. Tell me about diabetes. Yeah, Tom Selleck. Nobody took his- o- nobody could take over for 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 Brimley with the diabetes Never. thing, because nobody will say, "Good morning, I'm Wilford Brimley, and I'm here to talk to you about diabetes." Like nobody can pull that off. Do you know he was the Surgeon General at one point? That was C. Everett Coop. Look the same though, the same same look. Actually, he was the postmaster general. Mm, that too, Maytag repairman, all of them. Mm-hmm. Hand captain. No, kangaroo. no, the diabetes guy Brimley. He was the postmaster general. He busted uh, my, my my friend Cosmo. Somebody says Snoop Dogg is the spokesperson for Sketcher now. We are all old. Oh yeah, we're all Stur- old. Him and Martha Stewart commercials. I hope they endorse everything. <laughs> I love those two together. Mm-hmm. I'm 36 and I wear Skechers. No tie shoes. They're so comfortable. From the 816. <laughs> From the 913, I thought Chucks were the only option when Josh was 17. You're probably yeah, he's correct. probably right. I had the first that, Jordans. Yeah. Back off. Yeah, when you were an adult grown man. No. Did you have the black we and red the ones first, or the white black? Well, we had we had the black and red ones. Black but, and red ones. But we yeah. had we so good. when I was in high school. We had the first other color Jordans. Uh-huh. We had school color Jordans. Ooh. Yeah. When I was growing up, I had Converse where you could change the color thing. I wish I still had those. I never got a pair of Jordans in my life ever. 
They're screwing you. Who needs to have a name brand shoe? We're going to take you to Kmart and get you Voights. I'm sure I paid for myself, but yeah. whatever. That's fine. My mother and I were actually talking about that the other day. She goes, you got that first job. You got those Oakley sunglasses. And I go, yeah, and I lost them like the next week. Yeah, yeah. $75 yeah. down the drain. Everybody Haven't did. bought a good pair of sunglasses yeah, everybody, since. Everybody bought it. Everybody splurged on Oakleys. Yeah. Yeah. Not spending money on sunglasses. I got Never those. Sh- uh, not, what, what, what kind of sunglasses do I get? Shady Rage. You get like three pairs for $45. That's my wheelhouse right there. I've lost so many sunglasses. When the kids were little, they would grab them off your face and throw them and break them and slap. Why spend that kind of money? I got I, I splurged on a prescription pair, mm-hmm. and I'm like three prescriptions behind. I'm still wearing it. Like, <laughs> I can kind of see with these, but it keeps the sun out, so whatever. Uh, who's 87? What's that those say? Yeah, Pro Wings from Payless. Yes. I had those, too, yeah. 620. Yeah. I miss a good Payless. Yeah, I had some Pro Wings. XJ nine when the parents wouldn't buy the Nikes. Oh yeah. No. Oh. My mother. What are Chuck Taylors? Oh Lord. Never mind. Oh, shoes. Come on. Come yeah. on, mom. Come, come on. on. They've been forever. Come you on, you watched every but Wilt Knicks, Chamberlain the played back in the day. Where those? Wilt Chamberlain played in Chuck Taylors yeah. and basketball as well. Yep. Yep. Wilt's dead. Remember the Reebok pumps, the 6207? Oh, God, yes. I, I had the Pro Wigs version of the pump. Oh, man. <laughs> you had to blow it up with your mouth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Stick a straw in it. Pro Wigs had a pump? No way. From Tammy at the West, and I'm cool, and I don't know what Chuck Taylors are. No. I get maybe the girls don't know, but these were my my daughter's friends who told me I had I was a oh, cool the, dad. No, the, the, the teen girls wear them, too. Yeah. There you go. They have them. Well, my mother's not a, a teen. Pairs. Tammy just got in, just had her 21st birthday last month, so she should know. Once you go to Hey Dudes, you never go back. I agree with you there, too. So I haven't gotten into those. Do you guys like those? Yeah, they're comfy. They're, they're, they're comfy. It's a Hey Dude. It's like a... It's like a, it's a, like a slip-on it's like shoe. A face. <laughs> it's like a fake dress shoe. Yeah. It's like a combination, like... It's kind of like Chuck Taylor's without the laces. I mean, they're... I saw my friend Britt Haney They're was like wearing them. And I, was like, nah. I think they started the, out. These people are wearing with salmon shorts and no socks. Yeah, out they started on, out yeah. as like a beach yeah. shoe. Now they're kind of like, like a an everyday fake, shoe. fake dress okay. shoe. Nobody wants, to be, nobody wants to tie their shoes anymore. I have some fake fake dress shoes like that. Those count as dress shoes. So, yeah, I'm all for that. Nobody dresses anymore yeah. either. Yeah. So, yeah, my friend John came to us at his wedding. We all wore those instead of those horrible suit shoes. When will the penny loafers be back from the 816? Well, actually, if you look at the next four quarterbacks that the Chiefs are playing, you would say all four of them are wearing penny loafers, no socks, and salmon pants. Mm. What were their names again? Um, Raiden, Aiden, Jaden, and Caden? Zappy, O'Connell, Browning, and Stick. Right. Never heard of him. Salmon pant wearers, penny loafing wearers, no sock that, wearers. That group can also validate your Powerball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make sure those drawings are on point. That's right. From the under the direction of a accounting yeah. firm, what, what was it again? Zappy Browning. From the eight one six, they should be called Hey Dads. You're right. You're they right. Should they should be. That's they really should, good. Well should, done by you. Fine. Take the day off. Those are, those are fine. You know what? You get the rest of the yeah. year off for yeah. that text because it is that that has now become the ultimate dad shoe. 816 clings old enough to wear a replica of Jesus sandals called the water walks from Kramer. That is correct. Kramer, aren't you? She has something to be doing downstairs. Right. Hide a stocking or something. He's like texting us. Go get the bar ready for the party later, Kramer. LA gear finally going to make that comeback I've been waiting for from the 913. I don't know. Do like the LA gears. There's some good shoes back in the day, though. Have you watched the N1 doc? So good. It's really good. Is it? Really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, 
the, the rise and fall of and yeah. one. How really good. What kind of shoes did they play in? Uh, and ones. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of those guys got paid. Oh, they I didn't. Mean, I mean, they got railroaded. Yeah, really? No, no. They were they were essentially working for for shoes. They Pretty just much. didn't know it. So are they going to come out with and one their own version? Yeah. Happy birthday, Taylor. Smart move by doing that too. No, I didn't wear wooden shoes. <laughs> Josh laid out his wooden shoes at Christmas time and hoped to get he hoped to get right. cured meats and candies. That's, that's, right. that's right. For Christmas this year, Josh, you're getting a cured meat yeah. stick and a and, and ribbon candy yeah. in your wooden shoes. Yeah. Wooden shoes. Were you the old man that lived in the shoe? Yes. That had so yes. many children and didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I had all the shoes though when I was a kid. Did you? All the off-brand shoes. All the off-brand, yeah. That's where it started. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's where it really started. That's where it started. You know, we do take on what our parents raised us like, right? Man. So, you know, off-brand for everything. Yeah. It was XJ900s and then uh, the Pro Wings. And then as soon as I got my first job, my check went to Jordans and music. And, uh, yeah, that was a bad That deal. was where it started. That's, That's where, where it started. started. It hasn't ended. It's never ended. Never ended. The only time I got name brand stuff is if I had a job. Cavaricis and Oakleys yeah. were oh, purchased by myself. Jeans West. Merry-go-round. Merry-go-round was the store back in oh, the day. Yeah. That place, man. That was the spot. Get you an IOU sweater and some hypercolor, and you yeah. were good. Oh, the hypercolors were great. We couldn't get away with those today. Everybody going up and grabbing each other's shirts. I I did uh, get the kangaroos because Walter Payton. Oh had yeah, them. Oh, and you had yeah. that had place that where pocket. you put that dollar yeah. in there. And you put your dollar and key. your house key and your the house key. key. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Took house they, were, we were they were actually terrific. Yeah, you know we were latchkey kids. You couldn't do that today. I don't know. There were weeks where I didn't see my parents. I don't know. Yeah. Here's ten cents. Call us if you need anything. You'd yeah. get that handwritten note on the envelope that said, "If this house isn't clean when I get home, it's gonna be <laughs> your that, ass." You, you know, that was always the thing when we would come home from school or whatever. You'd, you'd have a note from like mom telling you what needed to be done, or grandma would leave notes that she went out chased the squirrels. That's what the refrigerator is for. Yeah, yeah. we don't. Nobody leaves a note anymore. Or nobody, nobody reads it. Nobody right. reads it either. I think I've tried to leave notes. Hey, clean up the kitchen. I walked happen. in, like, we, we went to the... text work anymore. I mean, come no. on, try it. Met, went to the basketball game yesterday. Jen drops the kids off. She went to watch my nephew Luke play for Olathe East, who's draining threes yesterday. I Three. went to the stadium summit meeting and come back, and the kids were left alone. Oh, my God. They destroyed the kitchen. And all the drawers are open. Nothing's put away. What the hell happened? We were gone an hour. Queso on the walls. This is ridiculous. Hurricane Fesco. <sighs> British Knights, yes. Oh, British Knights were good. I had those yes. two. BK Knights. BK Knights. We need a break. <laughs> and then we had capers. No, no. You remember the capers? The the dual shoes yeah, where you had to yeah. tie it into had those. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm old. So we had a struggles worth moment. I remember I remember being so upset though for a while. You know, they they just started doing like the the shoes for your colleges or whatever. And Iowa was a pony school. And I remember being oh like, my oh my god. god. Oh, I remember really? kind of like, ugh. Ponies. ponies. Wow. Nobody wants ponies. I had a pony. Well, you wanted that pony, but not, not a pony. All right, uh, Shannon Sharp uh, talking Chiefs on ESPN. And uh, he was discussing kind of the issue with the wide receivers, whether or not to call them out. Uh, he, says, he says Patrick is in a tough spot. 
Uh, he's had their back publicly, mm-hmm. uh, but also maybe hasn't played his best, and it might be a little tougher for him to uh, to call them out behind the scenes. I asked the receivers, I'm like, bro, who made those gloves? Product, they look good, but they damn sure ain't working. Yeah. So, right. you know, you just make light of a situation, and uh, they're going to be laughing at like, but man, I, I, I need to get on my grind because I am not playing up to the standard. But here's the thing. You have to be careful because Patrick Mahomes has not had his best year. And the last thing you need him to do is to start to press because now he exacerbates an already bad situation okay. while trying to make these, these off-kilter throws. He doesn't okay. need to do that. Those guys just need to step up, and I believe it's Trav. Let Trav take on that responsibility. Hmm. So the tight end – says the Chiefs tight end essentially needs to be the bad cop. Yeah, be the bad cop here. Because he's right. I mean, Patrick hasn't had a great year. I'm not sure if you ask Patrick what he thinks of this year. It's probably He'll probably tell you it's his worst year ever. And and that's not, I mean, that's not speaking out of turn. He's, he's good for a turnover a game right now. And Shannon Sharp's right. If these guys continue to, continue, we got four games to go, but continue to be stumble bums out there and toe knee doesn't line up properly, Patrick is going to press. And you know what happens when you press? Yeah. It makes a press out of you and me. That's I think right. is what it is. That's exactly I what it is. I think that's what the saying yeah. is. Uh, but he says uh, Travis Kelsey needs to speak. I'm going to put this on Travis Kelsey. Because when guys, when we were, when I was playing and guys would drop passes or do something, I would make a lot of the situation. Hell, my sister could have caught that one. Mm-hmm. My granny could have got in and out of that break a lot quicker than what you did. You know, I'm going to make a lot of the situation. Here we are there. We're running around like a fire drill. we lining up offsides. So I'm making light of a situation because I knew John wasn't going to do that. So yeah. now that's where I step in, being a leader, and make sure myself, Rod, Ed, all the uh, Willie Green, everybody else is going to be held accountable because I'm going to say what Seven wouldn't, what John Elway wouldn't. That's, that's right. my job. So if I'm Travis Kelsey, I get the guys together, we watch a little tape, I'm going to make light of the situation. I'm like, well, damn. Did you have your eyes closed on that one, Carl? You know, yeah. I'm going to make light of it, and they're going to get the point without me but, beating them down. I think the thing with Patrick Mahomes, if he were to do this publicly, I agree with you, Saturday. It's going to even take more of their confidence. And what I want to do is I want to make light of a situation and try to give these guys some confidence. We know they're playing, we know they're playing bad. That goes yeah. without saying. And we know in order for them to get to ultimately where they want to be, Stephen A., right. they're going to have to play better. But if I'm Travis Kelsey, I take that onus off Patrick Mahomes, and I'm going to make a lot of a situation. I'm going to get the guys together and say we've got to be better in okay. order for us to reach our final destination. He dropped a cuz. Did you try that with your <laughs> eyes closed? <laughs> My sister could catch better, yeah. which is true. My Mom, sister was a better athlete than Mom I was. Ran better routes or whatever. Um, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. So, yeah, he's, he's saying – it, it, it's handled internally, but maybe there needs to be, you know, people getting after one another, maybe even in a playful way. Yeah, that, that's kind of the way, way but a playful way. Because he's right. I mean, if you go in there and you go, you suck. Oh, okay, well, I'm checked out now. I'm not, I'm not coming back. Kill him with kindness. This. Right, yeah. Just be like, dude, you, you, were your eyes closed on that one? Your sister can catch better than that. So, yeah, he's he's right. That That's Ryan. That's why with all the, the alpha males on the text line who were texting and somebody needs to scream and yell, flip a spread and all this kind of stuff. Call them out publicly. It just doesn't work. Guys don't respond to that kind of stuff. But they will respond a little bit, I would hope, unless they're dense, uh, to uh, to Travis Kelsey going out there and, and you know, kind of playfully challenging them, Josh, to be better. 
playfully challenging them. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that he like slipped and started to call Elway seven. Like he's still in that mode well, too. First he and went, how many people know John well, Elway first wore he seven? Went right? John, yeah, and I knew he meant. But I was like, oh, does everybody yeah. know he was? Because like, he mean that said, failed general manager said, that they fired. He said Elway again later. Like, John, who who called him John? Who's that guy, John? that guy who won the Super Bowl, where they said, "This yeah. is for John." Yeah, yeah. He wore Chuck Taylors and stuff, probably back in the day. Yeah, that's why he walks like that. I would think. Uh, New York, I guess, is on cloud nine, and is Tommy Tommy. <laughs> we'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We can dance and safely at that. You request the music on a way back Wednesday, 913 586 7610. Include your name so you may get the credit. You should see us dance in between breaks. We have fun. Uh, safety dance, men without hats. That's coming from Matt in Raytown on a way back Wednesday. It's good, Matt. Uh, the playoff Pilsner will be tapped yet again. The third annual playoff Pilsner release at Cinderblock Brewery is taking place Friday, January 12th. It starts at 6 o'clock. Come on out. Everyone is invited. Free to get in. Entire 610 Sports Radio staff will be on hand. F325 Barbecue will be doing a special tailgate menu. Wings, loaded uh, mac and cheese, barbecue sandwiches. Dusty broadcast live at 6. We tap the beer then as well. It's the third annual playoff Pilsner release at Cinderblock Brewery. Uh, mark it down your calendar. Always a fun event. Friday, January the uh, 12th. I thought maybe this was like a misprint, so I, I did double-check. Adam Schefter tweeted out uh, the AFC and NFC Players of the Week. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> the AFC one is uh, Zach Wilson. Nobody else played. And the NFC one is Tommy DeVito. Oh, well, there you go. It's had to be DeVito. I mean, that's that's got to be him, right? <laughs> so the New York quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Not Danny Dimes and Aaron Rodgers. No. Zach Wilson and Tommy Are DeVito. Are the players of the week? And Tommy does the Italian thing. I guess when you do the Italian thing. You How just... do you not give it to him? True. I mean, the whole thing this week with him, right? It was it was great. It was unbelievable to watch from the, the family and the crowd to the agent in the hat carrying the bag of chicken cutlets on the sidelines. Like... All of it was just fantastic to watch. And then he leads his team on a last second drive and they win the football game. Right. I mean, it was, it was pretty good. It was a great weekend, a great day, if you will, uh, for Tommy DeVito and for the giants. And I think you absolutely 100% give him NFC mm. player of the week. Mm. Mm. 
So crazy. New York What's going to get clicks? New York right? won them both. If you go into the New York Post today on their Twitter feed, every story is about Tommy DeVito. It's like the New York version of Travis and Taylor. Well, there's, there's, there'll be a Travis and Taylor story there too, though. Well, there, there was a couple of those okay, too. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, sure. like, but I'm saying, like, this has taken over. It's been it's been fun to to watch this thing take place. And you know, there was a question yesterday that was asked to Brian Dayball, which I think this is this is like to me the the biggest issue in sports right now. What number one is the behavior of parents? Number two is. We rush everything, right? We want answers for things that we don't have answers to yesterday. And we want to have these comparisons and we want to make this comparison. And this is the next this and this is the next that. Who's going to win the AFC? Who's going to win the NFC? We break it down play by play. Oh, my God, it's going to kill us. We don't let things play out in sports anymore, right? Correct. We don't even let an NFL season play out anymore, no. Josh. Uh-uh. This is week to week. Chiefs are done. It's week three. So is Tommy Tommy. Is Tommy Tommy. Brian Dayball was asked <laughs> about a comparison Tommy DeVito to, I don't know, Tommy Brady. Uh, Brian, I, I know this is probably going to gonna make you cringe a little bit, and I want to say that I'm not comparing Tommy to the greatest quarterback of all time, but you were on the staff in New England when – the 199th pick came Tom. out of nowhere and took Tom. over the uh, team. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean we're four games in. I know, I know, I appreciate, I do appreciate the question, but well, here's, well, here's what, here's what, I, here's what I wanted to ask you, Brian. Just what, what do you remember about about that? And and you know, when did when did guys start believing in the other Tom? Um. Whew. It's a long time ago. Um, 24 years. Yeah, I just say every situation is different. I couldn't give you, uh, couldn't probably give you the answer that you're looking for. Was, um, you know, I think we were one and three, something like that. But I, I couldn't give you a, a tangible story or anything like that. I mean, every, it was a you know, different time, different players, different team, but. Um, you know, obviously it's, it's well documented. Um, we're we're just trying to you know make a first down, execute in the red zone right now, and um, Thanks, coach. You know, do a good job with our responsibilities where we're at. I thought that oh, that was telling where he swung around to the cliches because he was like totally like this is really being asked. Yeah, well, of course it is. It's twenty twenty three. I know, and he he was like. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're really going there. There were like eight you're, other guys that were the next Tom Brady in the first five weeks of the season. We're already going there with our guy. It's like four games. Josh, man. people are telling us Caleb Williams is the next Patrick Mahomes. Correct. He's not even the well, best quarterback in college football. Caleb Williams kind of said he wants to. Yeah, he did too. He did bring that upon himself. Yeah. So the DeVito I, thing is getting crazy. I kind of like that. Dave was like, uh, 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 he's like, uh, Bob, uh, Tom, whatever that guy's uh, name was. Come on now. Slow down. Let's slow, slow your roll down. Uh, meanwhile, we found out that the Manning cast had their version of Struggles Award. That's which right. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a story we've told in this show before, but uh, there was once upon a time where uh, a show before before you and I did our show that uh, I was here then, but I, I often encountered that some of the research was done on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was. Probably far mm-hmm. too much Way research too much. was done on Wikipedia. And at one time, they had the Royals pitching coach on. Yes. Which was like Todd Johnson. 
No, the one you know. I know. Heard of him? Former Braves guy. Yeah, he looks like a cartoon character. Bob. Uh, Bob McClure. McClure. Bob McClure. Yeah. Yes. So Bob McClure is on, and at, <laughs> at the end of the interview, said host said, "I see here that your nickname was Strugglesworth." I still mm-hmm. wish you had the audio. I do too. It was, it was I the can greatest hear thing. It, it was yeah. the greatest thing so in the world. Good. I, I'm so disappointed it was gone. But he said, "It says here your nickname is Strugglesworth." <laughs> right. And he started laughing because I've never heard that before. He goes, right. no one's ever called you Strugglesworth? And he's like, no. What the hell kind of nickname is Strugglesworth? <laughs> well, a guy that's involved in pitching and a pitching coach. And you didn't have to think that that was a joke. Right. Right? Somebody switched <laughs> Wikipedia. Because some Royals fans totally, saw how bad the Royals pitchers were that year. Go, this which, guy's name is Strugglesworth. Which totally happened on the air. And I'm in the other room and I'm peeing myself. I mean, it's, it's just I'm... <laughs> Snorting. So I'm good. snorting. Oh. There's stuff coming out my nose. I'm. Oh. I am just. I am just. And then he pressed forward dying. and says, "You're like a world traveler. You've been to all seven well, continents. Says yeah. here, you've been yeah. all seven continents. I have I, no I, idea I, where your information. I have not. Where are you getting so, this? <laughs> I feel like one of the classic <laughs> six ten stories. This is definitely was, in our book. Was struggles. Was struggles. Oh. Worth. I so wish we had the auto because yeah. it's just so good. Uh, so I guess the Manning cast had a similar one with Eli Manning. And the uh, agent for Tommy DeVito. His nickname is not also not Strugglesworth and also not. <laughs> He's you know. hugging, you know, his agent in the stands after every play. So Lotto. not sure, not sure who, what's the Ron. agent's name again? John Limey Stilato. I got some inside intel from some of my boys. That was a nickname in college. Slimey. Slimey. Thank you. Perfect. Seven. That is Seven great. Information. That, is, that is great research. Great that's research. Better than, that's better than talking to Tua. All right. So Eli claims that mm-hmm. Sean Stellato, the agent for Tommy DeVito, right, who's going into the National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame this week, by the way. Oh, he's having a week. Sean Stellato. So he claims his nickname was Slimy, <laughs> according to sources. <laughs> <laughs> Eli's because my boys told me his nickname was Slimy. So <laughs> Sean Stilato responds. I, I don't understand where Slimy comes from. I've never heard that before. So Eli said they did some digging and they found that that was some sort of nickname that you got when you were in college. Wow. I never heard that nickname wow. in my life. Wow. So he's on WFN and says. Hey. He's also not a world traveler. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't been to the seven continents. So, oh my God. I guess his nickname wasn't Slimy? Uh, No, apparently not. Yeah. Or struggles were. Yeah. I don't know where he's getting that. Yeah. Said his team of lawyers are on the case, and maybe uh, Eli's watched one too many episodes or uh, Sopranos or Goodfellas. <laughs> Slimy. I've been told his nickname in college was Slimy. All right. Like, Peyton's like, cool. Unless, unless, <laughs> unless he had this nickname behind his back. I don't know. He never heard of it. Oh, my God. And Tommy does the Italian thing. But if his agent was Slimy Stilato, it would be so great. Oh, be great. I just lean into it now. It's I've never heard that before, but I'm using it now. Did you know there was a National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame? And how, what are the chances he's going in this week? This week, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Was it a, like a quick nomination process? No, I like, don't think so. Like since, I mean, I don't, since Monday night, you don't take those nomination <laughs> like processes lightly. Like yesterday, they decided they're going to put him in this week because right. of Monday night. <laughs> 
And where is that Hall of Fame? It's got to be like in Boston, right? This guy's from Boston. Slimy. <laughs> Sean. Eli. Sean. Eli, what are you doing? I got my boys telling me his nickname is Slimy. It's a I like to think, goes with it, calls him Slimy all night. I like to think that Eli's boys are now dying. Oh, like we got him. Yeah, we got, we got him. him. Oh, we got him to say it on the on the Manning cast. Hey, Eli, I went to college with this guy's nickname was Slimy. Yes, oh, okay. Yes. yes hey, what yes. are my boys telling me? His nickname is Slimy. And then, of course, Peyton just goes with it, and Peyton just takes it a thousand miles down the road and calls them Slimy all night. Yeah. It's in Chicago, Illinois. All right. I've been there. Makes sense. He's hugging, you know, his agent in the stands after every play. So, not sure. Not sure. Who? What's the agent's name again? John Slimy Stilato. I got some inside intel from some of my boys. That was a nickname in college. Slimy. Slimy. Some inside intel. Whoops. Seven. That is great. That is is great research. Great research. That's better than talking to Tua. (laughs) I mean, it's better than talking to Tua. Patrick Salvi's going in. Franco Harris is going in. Posthumously. posthumously. Yeah. Mike Rizzo, Missy Bertinoli, Louis Scrippa. Who? Mario Massa, Lua Nan, Giuseppe Rossi, Ed Kelly, Priscilla Presley going in as well. And the National Sports Italian Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. Or is it just sports? the Italian Hall of Fame? No, this is the, the Italian National American Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. Sports so why is Lisa huh. Marie Presley going in? I have no in? idea. What is she getting? It no doesn't idea. say what she's getting. Uh, from the text line, the 816 was a culprit DA. It was not. No, no, it was not. no we'll not. talk to him about that. DA, but he knows the story. <laughs> he, knows he, can probably, uh, he can probably verify it because I know he may still have the audio. Maybe we'll oh. have to ask him. Uh, Damon Amendolara, DA, 610 Sports Radio alum, now with Mad Dog Sports Radio. Told his name is Slimy. <laughs> we'll join us. We'll join us next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.